What's up, everybody, and welcome to Viking Vibes, the St. Joseph by the Sea High School Experience, a podcast and web series dedicated to all things St. Joseph by the Sea High School. We're here today with two proud C graduates from the class of 2019, Jill and Sophia, and we're going to do a, a little roundtable, a little discussion to talk about some of their great accomplishments that they've done over the past three years, how C set them up for success where they are now, and we're going to talk about where they're going in the future. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having us. Uh, we took advantage of the fact that we're in winter break, right? So you guys mm -hmm. are back from college. Yep. Before we get into all of the highlights of college and what you're doing now and where you're going to be going in the future, let's let's hear the backstory. So I'm going to start left, left first. So Jill, tell us a little bit about where you grew up, where you went to school and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I grew up on Staten Island my whole life, South Shore, born and raised. I went to OLSS, Our Lady Star of the Sea. Nice, OLSS right here, me too. Great time there. Um, Dolphins for life. Yep, absolutely. And then when it came to choosing a high school, I knew that I wanted to go to a Catholic high school. I thought my Catholic education was great. And then my older sister actually went to sea, so I knew that right. she had a great experience yeah, the first there. first-hand experience, right. Yeah, and it was also four minutes down the street from my house. That works. So Location. I knew, yeah, I knew I wanted a place that if I was involved in extracurriculars, it was an easy drive after school, before school, whatever it was. So it was a no-brainer going to see for me. And talk to me about the open house experience. I mean, you had family members who went there, so you were, mm -hmm. you're a little biased, right? But what was the open house experience like? Did you go to other open houses when you were in eighth grade to even look at other schools, or you were set? I did because my parents always encouraged me to keep an Smart. open mind, yeah. but I kind of went with a closed mind. I knew you made that the right choice. Anyway. <laughs> nothing right. compared to see you made the right choice, even in the slightest. Right. So yeah. good, interesting. So we'll come back in a second, but right now, Sophia, let's hear about uh, where you uh, went to school and a little bit of, mm -hmm. of the origin story. So same thing as Jill. I always lived on Staten Island. Um, I'm from Eltingville, and I went to Our Lady Queen of Peace for elementary school. Nice. Out of Queen of Peace, what was the decision in eighth grade to get you into St. Joe's? So I actually had no idea where I was going to go. I, That's exactly what I wanted to yeah. hear. Go ahead. <laughs> I toured everywhere. I did every open house. I shadowed every school that I could. I liked C. When I toured it, I felt like it was an open environment, and it was it was an easy commute for me because it was on Highland Boulevard, so I would just take the 78 every day. Perfect. Did you have any family members who attended? Nope. All I was right. the only one to go to so C. So you were totally unbiased, whereas Jill was biased because yeah. family members <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about what you guys did at C. Like, so what were you involved with? What were your experiences? What do you feel set and made your high school experience that much better? Yeah, so it's actually pretty funny. Freshman year, I was in all honors classes. So nice. I was really stressed about getting involved outside of school. So I didn't really do much freshman year, and I definitely didn't have the best experience. And then sophomore year, I decided to try out for the varsity cheer team. Nice. I made it. That's actually where Sophia and I like really became friends. And that's really when my whole high school experience changed around. I really like became into my own and started to like kind of branch out a little bit. So I actually was involved in Ladies of Charity too. Nice. Um, the National Honor Society's peer tutoring homeroom. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Because one but of the yeah. things C does, and, and I'm sure they did this because 2019 graduates, so they did this since, since I graduated 100 years ago. But if you didn't have a club or an activity you want, They'll make it for you, right? So, yeah. did, were you guys a part of any of those? Did you guys create any of your own clubs or anything? Or you, I you were don't able to really think we had the time for that. <laughs> I don't think I started a club, but I remember joining the yoga club when that the just yoga club. started. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know they had a yoga club. There yeah, we did that. <laughs> it was did? fun. It was in the dance studio. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you ventured out in sophomore year, mm -hmm. right? Now, something that we always hear about. Still, right? We still get the, the stigma that C is the the most difficult school. It's the hardest school. At the end of the day, you gotta, you're going to high school, you got to do your work, right? But you also should have fun. So after your very scary freshman year and you came into your own, 
was it that hard or you were just able to balance and learn and manage? I don't think it was that hard at all, especially coming from a Catholic school environment. The adjustment wasn't that difficult for me. Right. It wasn't that different. But I think that being on a competitive sport and also like academics, we were taught that like you had to be a student first. So we always got our work done before practice started. And then that's when like the activities came later. So that time management. Because now in life, yeah. right, you have to manage your time, right? So exactly. even though looking then you were like, oh, this is miserable. Now as an adult and as a professional, you're like, this is how life is. So glad we did Absolutely. it. Right? On this side of the table, talk a little bit about what you were involved in. Obviously cheerleading, but we could talk yeah. about that. But what else? What else were you involved with at sea? I was in Ladies of Charity. I was also, I ran with Mr. Zamet. Okay. We ran the tutoring homeroom. Shout out to Mr. Zamet. Yeah, I loved him. He lives right down the block from me. He's a fantastic yeah, really? guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. A, he's, a good, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I was in just a bunch of random stuff. Anything I could get involved in, I was in. That's perfect because, again, you're supposed to, you know, enjoy and learn, but you're also supposed to come into your own and, and, and experience all that high school and life has to offer. So before we talk about where you are now professionally in your careers, let's talk about uh, college and, and when you were in college and how C prepared you for that experience. Mm -hmm. So I attended Seton Hall University in South Orange, New Jersey, and C definitely prepared me for that academically in terms of the rigor of college coursework. Um, I was a biology major there, so it definitely was pretty tough. But the credits that I got from C, I got 37 credits nice. from C. So I could have graduated a year early, but I chose to spread out my courses, especially being a biology major, taking multiple sciences right. at once. So my junior and senior year, actually, I lessened my course load so I can study for the MCAT. Which makes sense. School. Perfect. So that definitely helped. Awesome. And now on this side, mm -hmm. how, did, uh, how did C prepare you for college? So I went to the University of Tampa. So it, it was a big adjustment going so far away. Right. But I did feel very prepared. A, I had a ton of college credits. I had over 30 college credits. Wow, so over like 60 or 70 yeah. college credits combined for you guys. And also That's this great. is something I wanted to mention as well. I wasn't in honors my freshman year of high school. So okay. I felt like... It's important. Neither was I, don't Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's I important. I mean, she's a genius. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Jill is very smart. <laughs> but I think that is it's important because I think a lot of times you have like this this mindset that it's always it's only the smartest people that have the, like, these opportunities, but that wasn't the case at sea. Like you had those opportunities even if you weren't in honors. And then like eventually I ended up being in on all honors classes, right. but I just wanted to make that clear. Well, no, but that's cool because that's something that a lot of high schools don't do right and you know i part of what i do is i go on what we call the road show and we talk to all the kids and we go to grammar schools and a lot of the high schools if you don't get in to honors or scholars or whatever they call that program from the get you don't get in but mm -hmm. to your point even when i was there a hundred years ago i was in regular classes and then i was bumped up to honors english and stuff like that in my sophomore and junior year. so it was, it's important because if you're doing well you should be rewarded for that right i mean if you're doing the work in in the traditional courses and it's noticed, then you progress and you go into honest. So yeah. you were able to get, what, 30-some-odd credits? Yeah, 30-something credits, yeah. It, it was, it, so, and then I only applied to colleges that would take my college credits. Smart. I knew I wanted to go to law school in my future, so I wanted to save as much money as I can. So in undergrad, I actually, because of the college credits, I graduated in two and a half years. So I'm a December 2021 graduate of college. So you graduate, we're going to say that again slow. You graduated college in two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to make sure everybody heard that, understood that, what we just said. That. All because of the credits that you got at St. Joe's. Yeah, all because of the credits. That's awesome. And how much money do you think you saved? I don't know what Tampa costs, but it's got to be like, what, 50 a year, 60 a year? 
Yeah, it's around there. And I had a scholarship as well. And another thing that helped me too is I was also extremely involved in college. Okay. I was um I was an RA, so I was a resident assistant, so right. I got free housing as well. Nice. Yeah, that was well, you had all the, you had it all planned out. Yeah. I, I, very I, smart. I I tried to be very strategic with it. That's, listen, you're saving a lot of money. Yeah. Right? I mean at the end of the day, stuff costs money. Lawyer on this side, doctor on this side. We're gonna go back to the doctor. <laughs> so where are we in the in the pursuit of of becoming a doctor. Where are we coming? So now? I just finished my first semester at the New York Institute of Technology. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I absolutely love it there. It's funny because one of the first things that I noticed about that school was their flipped classroom okay. style curriculum, what they call. And it was very similar to C's online learning environment or whatever it is that with you guys iPads call it. And stuff? Yes. Okay. So the school provided us with an iPad, but a little bit different from C, they kind of just threw it at us and said, you know, here's this, here are the apps we suggest you use, but, you know, use it however you feel. Right. Whereas with C, I remember having an orientation the first day of freshman year. Right. Here are the apps that we loaded on for you. Right. Here's how to use them all. And here's how to back up everything so that you never lose anything. You can access it from any device. And so now I'm showing my friends in med school how, how to, do to, how to use great. it. The same well, exact. If you remember, what, 2019, so I think 2014 I'm probably wrong, but if I am, it's okay. I think 2014 was the first year that C was the first high school in the nation to launch this online learning environment, I literally in the right, country. Yeah. And it was important for the instructional portion of it, like you're saying, because other schools were then throwing iPads at kids or throwing, you know, and the thing was that the teacher isn't qualified, right? They're not, mm -hmm. they're not tech people. So if your Surface broke and you were using an iPad and your iPad broke, you couldn't learn. Right, so that was one of the big things about that online learning environment that carried out. It's still carried out till today. If there's ever a problem with your device, you're not stuck, unable to learn or unable to take a test. Right. You just walk down to the tech deck. Right. They fix it because they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Rather than like you said, just you can have this device, do what you want. And then if you're in college or you're sitting in the classroom and something happens, what what do you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was like another important thing too because I know at other um, high schools they'll give the students iPads or laptops or whatever Any they device, give. Yeah. Ours were very much regulated, like mm -hmm. the every Mr. Motto. Well, <laughs> oh. Because it's for business. Yeah, of course. Right? And I thought that was unique, too, because I think a lot of people think, oh, you're giving them, you know, like iPads that they're going to be distracted by what they're doing. But Everybody's C makes Angry it. Angry Birds and yeah, hanging out. Yeah, exactly. But C makes it where you have to just be focused on your iPad and your, right. and your schoolwork. Well, because it's for work. Right? Yeah. And if, if something happens, and, and to your point, did you save all those backups? Have you used or referenced oh, any yeah, of those? Oh, yeah. I still can access all my stuff from high school. I graduated, what? Five years ago, no. four years That's ago. That's cool. That's um, interesting. Yeah, and it's the same exact software we use. ExamSoft. So you're taking tests online. On as ExamSoft, well. yeah. So when you so to, in in the world of preparedness, you guys were actually using in high school what you're using or what you did use in college, and now what you're using in med school. Yep, same exact software. That's awesome. How how long do we have? What's what's the uh, what's the end goal? What type of physician are we going to be? So I'm not sure at this point. I'm open to everything. I think so. My father's actually a primary care physician, and he's my inspiration to go to medical school. He's awesome. That's the, a great story. The best doctor that I know of out there. Of course he is. So <laughs> and so he's in primary care, and I really look up to him. He's had these long term relationships with patients that I think are so cool. Right. But I'm also open to other fields too. So we don't have to decide until around third, fourth year. Perfect. So you got time. Yeah. And now the question may be a loaded question. It may not be. But where you are today in your pursuit of becoming a doctor, are you ahead of the game, in line with the game, or has C in any way gotten you any advantages that have put you ahead? Or Yeah, definitely. So I didn't know this going into medical school, but it's actually really uncommon for a student to go straight from undergrad 
into professional school, especially really? medical school. Okay. I would say the average age of a student in my first year is probably around 25, maybe. Okay. And it's because sometimes people have to retake their entrance exams or lazy you know, people take two years off. They have to, exactly <laughs> either that or they have to do a master's program to boost their resume kind of. Right. So it's really uncommon to go straight through. And then that's one less year of salary you're going right. to make. And that's what I'm saying. So that's good. Yeah. So my parents really advised me in that sense, just at least go for it because right. I was really hesitant about doing it. But like I said before, it's a lot of work. Yeah, right? it is. It's hard. It. Right. No break right. at all. The credits that I took at C allowed me to have a lighter course load my last two years of college. Right. I was able to focus on my applications during the school year, which it's applications huge. could take a year yeah. in itself. And also studying for my entrance exam, I did well enough in those, I guess, to be able to go straight through. That's awesome. All right. So now, now on to the Esquire, right? Yeah. So talk a little bit about the, the college experience uh, mm-hmm. and then where you are today professionally. Like I said, in college, same thing. I was very active. So I was an RA. I did research too. So I was able to build up my resume, which I thought was really important because I was able to graduate early. I did a little bit opposite of what Jill did. So I took that time that I had during my semesters. I actually took a ton of credit. So I was taking 18 every semester. Wow. Okay. So So I was, yeah, I I was, yeah, I was stacking up my course load. Mm -hmm. And then I took that year to study and earn some money in the meantime. So the law school that I go to now is Seton Hall University School of Law. So I left Seton Hall and... She went. There you go. Nice. There you go. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Talk a little bit about law school and, and what it's like. I mean, again, we're talking to the doctor and lawyer. These are like the two biggest and most sought after roles and positions, but they're also very difficult. It's a very competitive environment. It's definitely not for the faint of heart, I would right. say. But I do enjoy what I'm learning. And it's funny because I do refer back to my old notes and I took Mr. Albanese for uh, business law. Shout out to Mr. Albanese. Yeah. And, and I see my old notes and it's like stuff that I'm learning now. And I'm like, oh, I see. It's, I see. You know what I mean? Like I see what I was doing then. Right. And, and it still is what I'm learning now. So I feel like that was a really cool spot to say. Right now in law school, I'm doing research again and I'm teacher's assistant. Awesome. So how, how, how many years left in your journey? A law school is three years total. So I finished okay. my first semester now. Awesome. So you're on, you're on track. I'm going to ask you both questions now that, that are interesting and fun. Cause when I ask these at the other student spotlights, you get all kinds of thoughts, right? So you guys are still very young. How old are you? 22. 22. Okay. So you're very young as a 22 year old in your current position now, where you are in life and where you are compared to where you would like to be professionally. What's something that you would say to someone who's currently a C student or maybe even younger than a C student about the importance of high school and how doing well in high school or understanding that high school is really going to set you up for your future. It's not just a joke. It's not just, you know, all about fun. What would you tell even yourself then something Mm -hmm. that you wish you knew then that you know now really take advantage of every single opportunity, even if you are unsure of what you wanted to do in your future. I mean, honestly, I was a part of the business internship at C. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And then one day I kind of just woke up and was like, this is not for me. So kind of trying everything out, taking advantage of every single opportunity helps you kind of pick and choose because it's so hard when you're 15, 16, 17. Yeah, you I'm don't. 40. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So it's fine. So yeah, definitely taking advantage of every single opportunity will help you learn, hey, I like this or I don't like that. And that's really how you kind of like come into your own and figure out what you like, who you want to be and kind of where you want to go in the future. So you said 
Business Institute. Did you get your Bloomberg certification? Was it there then? That was not a it thing. It wasn't there then? Oh, no. I would, I would have so loved for you to have said, and I got my Bloomberg <laughs> certification. Because that would have been like the cherry on the top of the cake. Mm -mm. So what would you tell either yourself or uh, a current C student yeah. or high school student in general? So how you were mentioning earlier how C has this reputation of being like super hard. It is super hard, but I feel like it's worth it. Like you rather put in the work now and take the college credits and also make sure that you do good on the college credits because right. when you apply to law school or, or grad school, those college credits that you took when you're a sophomore in high school, those grades go into your GPA. So you have right. to take that very seriously and that's something. I did well, so I ended up, it ended up not being an issue for me, but that's something I didn't even consider when I was you right. know, 16. That people are gonna be looking at you a sophomore report card, right? Well, I knew it mattered for getting into colleges right. and stuff, but it doesn't stop there. Right. The same yeah, for medical school. school. Any kind of college or undergraduate university, you have to send those transcripts. So I was still contacting St. John's, Iona, Albany right. for things I took in sophomore yeah. year, which is so crazy. Keep your information for sure. Oh yeah, keep your <laughs> login, yeah. all your records. I recommend Dropbox for everyone. That's the answer. <laughs> everybody, everybody get a Dropbox or a Google Drive. There's a lot of things that have changed, and I know you guys recently went back to visit C, so talk a, bit, a little bit about how even while you were there, right, there was always something new being developed, always a new project, always a new program, all these things. So what were some of the things that were renovated or put forth while you guys were there? This, well, the school looks completely different right, now. now. it does, yeah. It's crazy. But it's even beautiful. when you were there... Yeah, that was that was something that I remember we always look forward to as when, in the summer you knew that he was going to renovate for the next year. So you're like, right. oh, what are they going to do right. different this year? Mm -hmm. I, it was it, we had the student center that opened up our senior. It was the like right our after senior our senior year. Okay, so year. you guys were the, the, the students. They were working on it all four years. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was something interesting because when you go to other schools, things are, have been the same since their parents went there yeah. and things like that. So I thought that was something interesting and it was like refreshing. And then talk a little bit about what you saw last week or the week before when you went to visit. I feel like if we had the student center while we were there, I mean, we were always at the school anyway, more than we yep. were home, but I would have absolutely like lived there. I would have wanted to move in. But I remember one thing specifically, we had to share the boys gym with the wrestling team. Right. The cheerleaders would roll out the mats yep. and it was... Such a hassle, you know, the right. over-scheduling, over-booking, so we would have to sometimes go to outside gyms for practice, which was fine, but having a dedicated cheer room at sea would have been so yeah. cool. Now there's really something for everyone. I think they, mm -hmm. I think the only thing they don't have, which I'm sure Father will get eventually, is the ice skating rink and the swimming pool. <laughs> that's really, that's, I would not be surprised. That's really it. Yeah. Uh, everything else is on campus, and that's, you know. So I want to thank you guys for being here, and any closing words, any Words of wisdom for anyone who may be listening or watching as to how C prepared you or even if we have parents, right? Parents of kids who are thinking of sending their kids to C. What's some words of wisdom you could share with them? I just feel like C had a very different environment than other schools. When I refer to like my other friends, they said that they would always see fights in the hallways. I was I was saying this to Jill earlier. I've never seen a fight There's at C ever, ever, yeah. ever in my right. life. And if there was you know, they would get kicked out right away. So yeah. I feel like... <laughs> they kicked out right away. Yeah, no, they right really away. would. So I feel like that is something that really stood out to me and just growing up realizing like, okay, my parents sent me to a school where I was always going to be in a safe environment. I feel like that was really important. I like it. That's a good one. Building off like the environment, C was always a place where... I looked forward to going to school to every day. Like she said, I would talk to my friends from college or med school and they say, oh, I would never go back to high school again. Yeah. I like want to go back to high school now. It was, right. it's beautiful. Yeah, C was always a place that I wanted to go to every single day. It's beautiful. I felt safe. And just looking around, something was always getting 
better or innovating to the next best thing. And I right. feel like that kind of inspired like us students to want to always be better and do the next best thing. An atmosphere engineered for success. That's kind of like the, the, the thing we're trying to coin and phrase because it's something that father's dedicated to and that, as you guys know, every year things are changing even when you were there. So ladies, I thank you so much for being here with us. To thank anyone you. who thank is you. watching or listening, I encourage you to follow us uh, on our YouTube channel uh, at St. Joseph by the Sea. If you want to find out any more information, visit the website at josephc.org. Uh, so once again, this is Viking Vibes and uh, that's a wrap.